0: Super cool
1: I am Matthew Thomas with the Super Cool Radio. People should be familiar with my guest this time. She appeared on season one, but now she is back for season two. Please welcome the really awesome front woman of Kaleido, Christina Chris. Hello. Thank you so much for being back on Super Cool Radio for season two now.
0: Thanks for having me. How are you doing? I'm doing great.
1: Right on. How's uh, How's uh, everything in, uh, in L.A.?
0: Uh, it's good. Weather is nice and I'm writing a lot of songs and getting a lot of new shit popping. So it's been really great.
1: Right on. Right on. And before we get everything, I know we have a lot to cover. You've been really working hard lately. But I've I, I got a cool question for you that I'm very curious about. I know you've worked with uh, some great collaborations with Alien Ant Farm, Jay Vinci, and among others. But who is someone you, you want to collaborate with on a song?
0: Uh, Machine Gun Kelly and Travis Barker.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> they're,
0: they're killing it right now. So I think that would be a really dope collab.
1: Oh, definitely. With, with your style and their style, I think it would def- be an awesome song.
0: I know. It, it would be really good. Um, but, yeah, that's probably who I'd pick right now. Um, and I think that would be really cool we'd make something though
1: <laughs> i hope that happens cuz i know the the music would be really good
0: yeah for sure um we uh have been working on some new music and it fits with like that kind of what they have going on over there so it would be a really great fit
1: <laughs> well i, I if, if they're uh, listening i do hope uh i do hope it works out <laughs> <laughs> But also, uh, uh, going back to last interview, because actually I rewatched it uh, to prepare for this one. I know you ended the interview saying you had a a really uh, super secret announcement you were going to make. And then you announced a drive-in concert last year, Royal Oak.
0: Yeah. How was that experience? Another good timing on your part uh, for timeliness of the interview. Um, It was Weird. It was cool because it was the only show that we got to play in 2020. So I'm very grateful for that. But it was weird. It was a parking lot with cars and a little square outside of each car taped off where the people could get out of their cars and sit in a little lawn chair. But they were very spaced out and they were very far away from the stage. And this stage was full production. It was a big, beautiful stage. Great sound, great lighting. But the lights were so bright and everybody was so far away, I couldn't see anyone. All I could hear was honking of horns as like the new clapping, I guess. Like in between songs, we'd end a song and car horns would start honking. And so that was, like, really weird to me. Um, Kaleido is known for our, our live show, an exciting, very high-energy live show. And I'm used to having a packed rail of Kaleido fam, like, going crazy, singing with me. We're touching each other. We're I'm jumping in the pit. We're getting crazy and just having a lot of fun. And this was about as far from that as I think I've ever experienced <laughs> because... I couldn't see anybody, but I knew they were there. So that was cool. But it was just very, very strange. And since then, we have decided not to do any more of those drive in type of concerts because it just wasn't the vibe. You know what I'm saying? It was like, it was very strange. But I am still grateful I did get to play one show in 2020, and that was it.
1: Yeah, no, I definitely um, I I wasn't able to make it due to other commitments, but it definitely it looked like an interesting experience. But definitely, I, I guess it fit the whole vibe of 2020.
0: Yeah, man, it was. Uh, I'm surprised it was even able to happen. So I'm just happy that it, that was even able to happen. But yeah, it was 2020 as it gets.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, that's a perfect uh, uh, summary of 2020. of uh, Driving concerts, which I know not, it hasn't been too many like. I know like Bush did a few in California, I think, but that there really hasn't been too many.
0: I know that there, you know, are some bands that have done them more like they were, there were some other bands doing them in Michigan. Um, but not too many, you know, I think everybody's kind of holding out until like real concerts can come back.
1: I, and I think that's the best. I mean, you got to to physically like be in a concert and be, you know, have a have an actual concert i think it's better than like sitting in your car like watching a concert you gotta be in it so i'd rather wait it out and then have full-blown concerts
0: yeah so fingers crossed that that's gonna be sometime soon
1: i I hope so i think there's definitely like like we talked last time that there's a light at the end of the tunnel i think definitely now since we turned the turn the corner into 2021 i definitely think hopefully we're closer i hope so (laughs) that's all we can do is hope but also last year on August 30th you dropped a new single entitled Dead to Me. Uh how was the writing and recording that single?
0: Um it was it was cool. It was like a pretty pretty smooth process. It was um like some music that Joey had already written. So there was no lyrics or anything yet and we were just listening to stuff and uh, we put together things like that quite often. Like he'll have some music and then I'll just start singing a melody and then it kind of just takes off from there so that's how that one went down and it's funny um we did have that one for a little while before we released it but i feel like that was some good timeliness with the release of that song because that came out in october and then a few months you know um later like just the world is still crazy so it and i feel like um through the pandemic and everything like um a lot of people that I was in contact with a lot and stuff have kind of, like, fallen off a little bit, you know? Because it's a weird world, and it, you, with the lockdowns and the quarantining and stuff, you can't see people. And so I felt, you know, often, even though I wrote the song before all this, like, I feel like... um some friends feel like i feel like some of my friends are dead to me you know and so it's like relatable too to the times
1: yeah definitely i mean i i felt it was very relatable just like as you said just with like everything going on and i like how it's like um it's kind of like a slow build you know it kind of just gains intensity as the song just progresses i thought that was it was it's really good
0: thank you that was like one of the heaviest songs i think that we ever put out and then you know that's kind of been like the direction is i've felt kaleidos going we're just kind of like getting heavier and we really like that it's not like we're just trying to do that um it's the evolution of us musically and as people and it's it's coming across in the music that like more um more of the energy that comes in our out in our live shows that like aggression and everything it's coming across in the music more so now and i'm really happy about that and i love the direction um of all of the new music that we're working on but that song kind of like kicked it off is like the first one that we put out it has a breakdown in it and we've never put a breakdown in a song before although you know we enjoy that and we've done that like mixed in with our live show but like not really in any recording so we had a our first breakdown uh, on a song that was released and then you know of course I'm sure you're gonna lead into talking about the next song that we just put out yes. that song too um you know has like a heavy breakdown in it so I, I'm really stoked on it a lot of the new stuff we're working on is is in that lane.
1: Yeah, I do. I just want to add one more thing, and then I'll talk about the new single. I um So for, I think, my March show, I kicked off my March show with Dead to Me, and I saw my friend recently, and he's like, dude, the first song on your show was awesome, dude. I was oh, like, yeah. yes, it is.
0: Hell yeah. Thank you. Hey, I just want to say thank you for being so supportive of us and, and playing the music and, you know, having me on. That's super cool of you. Super. Do you see what I did there?
1: Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, like the first season.
0: Super cool of you and uh thank you. That's awesome. Now somebody new knows about Kaleido. So
1: Yeah, I mean that's my goal. That's my goal with everything. You know, everyone I feature music, I do hope that at least they gain one fan, hopefully more. But that's my goal every time. It's awesome. So now I want to talk about the brand new single Kaleido just released. It's very relatable, I think, to a whole as we've been talking about 2021 into 2020. Sorry, 2020 into 2021. It is panic in the pandemic. How was the writing and recording that one?
0: Uh well, it was, you know, a similar process to as I just described about Dead to Me, like how we wrote it. I was like um sitting at the computer and I was going through some songs that we were like in the works with, and I found the music to that one and I dragged it into a session and I had written some lyrics. Just got a thought out into a voice note or uh, a note in my phone a couple of days ago before that. And, like, you know, I'm locked in, I'm locked down, fucking quarantine, board stuck up in the house. Like, I was just describing how I, what I was really living, what so many people uh, were living. And so I opened that file and I started listening to the music and I was like, you know what? This, this is the song for this. This is, this is my song where I, and then I had the panic in a pandemic I had written to, I had like little pieces of it, you know? So I just like started listening to the music and just put it together. And it was really fast. Um, Joey and I were together when we were working on that. So we just put the song together within a couple of hours and it was like done that night, like just came out. All those feelings that I've been feeling like going through this shit is like just poured out Um, into that song. And so um, we did, you know, wait a little while to put it out. We were like, what are we going to put this out? Like, and I'm like, yeah, we got to put this out. Like, it's the pandemic. Like people need to hear this. I think that it's going to help people because of, you know, everybody's going through this. So we finally put it out and I'm really uh, happy with the response that it's gotten so far, and I've heard a lot of feedback from people that they're like, yeah, like, I feel this, like, I scream this in my car, and I get all this, like, aggression out and rage. I'm screaming panic and a pandemic in my car, like, windows down, blasting it, and that makes me feel good, you know? Um, It's, like, one of the main reasons that I make music is to, you know, hopefully connect with people um, on a level emotionally and put... Words to emotions that people feel that maybe they can't express themselves. And, you know, music music is um, powerful like that. <laughs> so, this song is definitely a time capsule. It's a time piece. Um, and I don't think anybody, hopefully, this pandemic is going to end soon. I don't think anybody's going to forget about it anytime soon because it's been real crazy. So, that song um, is a, a little time capsule. That's the first like time capsule type song I feel like Kaleido's ever put out.
1: Yeah, definitely. It is. Um, it's definitely within like a time capsule as you said, and it definitely it, it encompasses everything that like the pandemic was. You're talking about locked down, locked in, all that stuff, and you know got torn tw- uh, to twelve hundred bucks and all <laughs> that. And uh, it was just a perfect uh, synopsis of like twenty twenty and into early twenty twenty one.
0: Thanks. Yeah, I think we covered all the bases. Um, lyrically subject wise and that it it's goes through being in the lockdown and then finally when you know people started to be able to go out a little bit more and like just the feeling of like I haven't been able to do anything for so long yeah bitch real man <laughs> um I, I love that song I'm really I'm really stoked it's finally out for everybody to hear
1: yeah, I really like it too. And as you kind of said with like Dead to Me, it has like that kind of more aggressive hard rock style to it as well. And I, I really enjoy your screaming just like in the more, you know, from um, No Really I'm Fine, Dead to Me, and uh, Panic in the Pandemic. I love your screaming vocals and like all that stuff.
0: Thank you. Um, I do too. I really like it. Uh... I like doing that adding that element um I talked about earlier how you know the new music is like more encompassing of our live performances and stuff and I was doing that live but I just really was never recording it for whatever reason and I, it was like the songs were coming across heavier live because I was like screaming it and going crazy and I was like I need to get this on the recording and so now it it happens and I love that shit <laughs>
1: yeah, I do
0: too. it feels so good
1: Oh yeah, especially like again, as you said it's like all the emotions people felt for like what? Well, I think we're in like what all you know, it feels it feels like 2 years, but I think it's just barely over a year. Uh it just oh,
0: I know that there's people that are celebrating their second birthday pandemic birthday. So, yeah, like 1 year, but it's like it's passing their birthday so like their mind is already on to the next like am I going to am I going to have 3 birthdays? Like what? You know? Crazy. Um Yes, yeah, I can't, I don't know. I,
1: no, no, I don't think anyone has, like, any of the right answers or any kind of sanity left after all this.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, I just hope it comes to an end because, like, I want to play some shows, man.
1: <laughs> yeah and I, I want, I mean, I want to go to shows, too.
0: <laughs> I want to play Panic in a Pandemic Live and, like, open a pit and let everybody, when it's safe for everybody to be in a pit. Get, and moshing around again. Geez, that feels like that's never gonna happen. Um, I was watching, I was watching some uh, live videos of Kaleido last night. Actually, like just went down a little YouTube rabbit hole. I was watching some stuff, and I felt so weird because this has been going on so long now. I felt like I was not watching myself. It was this eerie feeling. I was like, "Who's that? Okay, is she bad? But who who is that? Like, am I?" I can't wait to do that again, but I'm like, am I going to, what's that going to be like when I get to do that again? It's literally been that long where I was watching it and I was like feeling real, some type of way about, about it. And it was a real strange experience. So I just hope that, uh, you know, things can, uh, mm-hmm. calm down and get safer for everybody and live music can come back.
1: Yes. No, I, I agree a hundred percent with, with everything that, uh, and it will happen eventually hopefully soon (laughs) but um but also i mean the music video for panic in a pandemic it was really cool how you guys shot that to make it look like a zoom call since obviously as kind of what we're doing right now that this is like the main way to like you know talk to people now nowadays unfortunately right now um so how was it like you know, the, uh, making the music video? Like, did everyone have to like play to the music or like, how did you make the music video?
0: Yeah. So we were obviously, none of us were under the same roof, um, filming those. So what we did was we took the track and played it and filmed ourselves performing it. And just like a a regular music video would be, you know, you play the track and do whatever you decide to do during it to create the video um but yeah we had this idea like you know screw it like we really are all separate um and this is uh, like joey had said i can't believe nobody else has done this yet honestly like that's the situation so i was like we just all filmed our parts and then cody edited it together to make it look like a zoom call and yeah we just like rolled with that because it was like super relevant and it fit the song and it fits the times and It turned out really good. Cody killed that. It looks like a Zoom call. It even has, like, the little ringing and, like, the little box pops up at the end. Like, he killed that. But, yeah, just trying to, again, the lyrics of the song really capture the time. And then, you know, the video, we really wanted that to, to, like, bring it on home. You know, this is the world we're living in. Here's the story. Here's what it looks like.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no the the uh, the visuals perfectly match up with the music going on as well, I think it, as you said, Cody did a really good job with it. I was I was really impressed just how authentic it looks.
0: Yeah, it looked like a real Zoom call, right?
1: <laughs> so no, I definitely. Uh, if anyone hasn't checked it out, it's currently on YouTube. Please check it out. It's also if you want to stream and download, it's on all the social media platforms. But also um, to kind of go along with the single, you release a limited line of really awesome. uh uh, sweatshirts and sweatpants right with the panic in the pandemic logo
0: yeah we did a sweatsuit um it's the first time we've ever done a sweatsuit and we haven't had any new merch in quite a while because we haven't been able to tour or do anything so we wanted to put something together um pretty cool to put out alongside this new song so we and i love sweatsuits so much i live in them and i liked them before You know, the lockdown and, like, being stuck at home all the time. I liked them before that, but, like, this last year or whatever, like, I just wear them pretty much every day. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to make a dope one. I'm going to design a dope one that I like, that I would rock. And it turned out really cool. And we just did it on a pre-order basis because, again, we didn't want to have, like, a bunch of them because we can't, like, we wanted to just have – the orders made to order so we weren't getting a bunch of merch and not playing any shows to bring it anywhere, get it into people's hands. So that went really cool. We ran that for two weeks and now it's a limited edition Kaleido Slot suit, the first one ever. And we had a really great response to it. So hopefully we'll do some more stuff like that in the future.
1: Yeah, definitely. no, it turned out really good. And uh I I, I really like the logo. I think it looks dope. Just the whole, you know, the Kaleido, panic and the pandemic, all that. And I I've heard that uh, it's also gonna be a limited edition t shirt as well.
0: Yeah, it is because we had so many people hit us up that, you know, they're like, oh my gosh, can you put this on a t shirt? Um, I really like the design. And we weren't gonna do it. And like the pre order for the sweatsuit ended. And then we were like, you know what? People are like, I want this. Why not just give it to them? Um, and it's a limited time thing too. Um, it won't be around forever. I think we're only running that until Friday. Um, so, yeah, it's like just trying yeah. to do some cool stuff along with the to, you know, the release a single and then also finally get some new Kaleido merch out there in the world.
1: Yeah, def- I'm going to be picking up the shirt because I got my Kaleidoween on right now. But I definitely I, I need another shirt for the collection.
0: Yay. Thanks for rocking that. That's one of my favorites because I'm like obsessed with Halloween, you know, um, that's one of my favorite designs. Just tweak, tweaking our logo to make it all Halloweeny.
1: Yeah, I, I'm a huge.
0: I've got this whole spooky vibe going on in here, so that's like I'm about that Halloween every day, spooky life.
1: <laughs> Thanks well, for I, shirt. I, I love Halloween. I love horror movies. I love like I didn't like it as much as a kid, but now that I'm like older, I'm like Halloween's really awesome.
0: Yeah, maybe when you're little, it's like kind of scary, but then it's like rad when you're older.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm a huge Halloween fan, so definitely shirt fits me perfectly.
0: So happy to see you rocking
1: it! Yeah, but I did it for my Halloween special because obviously it's Halloween, bro. So I decided to bring. I had my green shirt for last time, so I decided to switch it up.
0: Ah, you're the best! Thanks for rocking our stuff.
1: Of course, all, all, always to support a really awesome band who puts out really good music. So um, also um, going along with the music videos, you have Cuando you, uh, has quite a bit of music videos out. Um, I know. If, going back almost close to 10 years, too. Uh, what are some of your like most like favorite and memorable music videos?
0: Um, Definitely Pretending. And that was one of the last ones we did before, obviously, Dead to Me, and then this Panic in a Pandemic song. Um, that was the last one that we did, and that one's really special to me. Um, it turned out really great, and it just shows a lot of vulnerability and tells a really cool story to go along with that song. And Let's see. I love Trouble in Paradise. Um, We got to go shoot that in Key West. So it was like a vacation music video, like work, mixing work with pleasure. So that was a really fun one. And visually, it turned out really amazing. And um, let's see. I'd have to say probably Jane, which is like our very first one we ever had. That was... (laughs) I think over 10 years ago now, but that one, um, was really cool. That's when we were just starting the band. We're like young, bright eyed, are shooting our first music video. So that one will always be really special to me too. And it's a cool concept and shows like a really, um, personal like side of my life with this like duality that's going on. So I love that one too.
1: Yeah. I mean, honestly, I really enjoyed it. the quality of music videos you guys you guys have is um it's, it's really high. Just with everything you guys do is really cool. I really like uh Degenerate and Young. Oh, yeah, well.
0: fun too. They're all fun. You know I like them all. I don't want to just like run down the list and mention every music video we ever shot. Um, but yeah, that one was really fun too. It's like a party all day long.
1: Yeah, and like I just saw like recently, I was um I was at work and I was watching on YouTube, and um so I didn't realize like, if you for an album it would like put in the music video too. I didn't realize that, so I I was just scrolling through. I was like, oh, music video. I was like, i ah, check it out. And I was like it just as you said, it looks like a party. It looks like a real fun time. Uh, <laughs> it was. Hopefully, get back to soon.
0: Oh, you know what? I'm gonna mention one more too sure. uh, for our song "Goodbye," because I think that of all the ones that I mentioned, um that one is the most emotional and it really comes across in the video and that video has reached millions of people and it's helped a lot of people and i think that a lot uh, the song is incredible but i think that that video is a very important piece of the whole picture of the art of that song because you can see how upset and sad we all really were because our friend had just passed away we wrote that song. And we shot that video right away. You could still see like the uh, the grief on our faces in that video, and um, we've gotten a lot of comments from people about that, like how much emotion just like drips out of that video. So I want to mention that one too. So check that one out too. Um, I love that one.
1: Yeah, definitely. It's uh, that one. That one song is just it's it's very emotional. You can really it's um you know the visuals and uh, really show it with just all the emotion in the song. So, definitely, yes. And they're all on Kawada's YouTube channel. So, please subscribe to the YouTube channel. But, yes, check all those out. Really awesome. I know last time we were chatting, because I, I always ask my guests, it's been eight months since I've, I've uh, done an interview with you. I know you're listening to some Machine Gun Kelly last time. But uh, what music have you been listening to this week, uh, Christina?
0: Um, I have been listening to Fever 333, the Wrong Generation album that came out, out back in October. Um, but it just doesn't get old to me and it gets me hype. And so I've been like working on some new Kaleido stuff too and like I'm listening to that and just getting like real fired up and like it's getting me excited and I'm writing some stuff. I've also been listening to um, Ash Nico's uh, newest record called Demi Devil. I've been bumping both of those kind of like on repeat. And then I've been listening to some of the Kid Leroy as well. So um, that's kind of like, in my car, or like when I'm about to record, I'm like, turn some music on and like, you know, vibe out before I go in. <laughs> That's some of the stuff I've been jamming.
1: All right, on those are really good. Like all three you mentioned are like, really good, especially I, I, I like Fever 333. I think they did a, a bad brains cover with uh, Lamb of God, and I, and I haven't seen it yet, but I, I think that would be pretty dope.
0: Damn, I haven't seen that either.
1: Yeah, I saw it on Revolver's uh, Facebook page, so I'm, I'm pretty so sure I- it's I- good
0: i gotta peep that out
1: yeah and because i love bad brains too so just like and those two uh, covering bad brains probably turned out really good
0: yeah that whole wrong generation album i can listen to that like front to back i can listen to every single song on it and i don't skip any so they did a really great job and like it's like socially you know hitting on a lot of uh key points that are prevalent in pop culture right now unfortunately but um you know like the political it's politicized and it's it's got a lot of um emotion and aggression in it and i just really love it i love the whole thing from beginning to end
1: yeah if, uh, a lot of people have uh, said like fever 333 is like the rage against machine of this generation i i completely agree with that too
0: yeah definitely they they really hit that with the the subject matter of the songs,
1: yeah, for sure. And I know uh, this week I'm listening. Actually, I, I just got back into New Year's Day. Uh, I saw uh, they performed at WrestleMania over the weekend, so I, was yeah,
0: like, I didn't get to see that yet. But I did see something about it on Twitter, like a picture, and I haven't um, been able to watch it yet. But I used to really be into wrestling when I was younger. My brother and I were like about it, about it, and so I'm gonna like try to dig that up on YouTube later on.
1: Yeah, it was. It she sounded really good, and like the whole band, like they like for not being able to like play to actually just like show up and rock the house like it it just sounded really good i heard they had a fill-in drummer who had to like fill in on short notice so like that that's pretty cool too
0: ah sweet well yeah i'm gonna watch that we did we opened for new year's day before um and so they're really cool people and uh hopefully sometime soon we'll get to play together again
1: (laughs) that would be really awesome I actually i well, actually, I saw them twice in 2019, so I think I'm kind of a... That was a treat for me, so I thought that was pretty cool. Dope. Oh. Well, also, um, Christina, another question. I usually open with this, but I'm actually probably closing the interview with it. If you had to pick one album that everyone should listen to in their lifetime, oh, would pick?
0: Just one?
1: How about two? <sighs> How about three? How about yeah. top three?
0: Okay, on... Um... Well, I'm going to say uh I'm going to say I'm from Detroit. I'm going to say Eminem's a Slim Shady LP that is just amazing. I don't even need to say anything else. So I'm going to say I'm going to say Slim Shady LP. I'm going to say Illmatic, Nas Illmatic. I'm going to say The Black Album Metallica and I'm going to say one more um Appetite for Destruction, Guns and Roses.
1: Those are all killer albums. Uh yeah, I would have a hard time picking picking one myself. That's why I asked the
0: question. I, I mean, and like all of those influences come out into my music. So there's just like so many sides to it. There's no way I could just pick one. It's like so many people are like, who's your favorite artist ever? I'm like, I can't pick just one. Like, <laughs> don't do that to me.
1: Please no, I don't ask about artists because like that's impossible because I have so many that I love too. But albums, I think is slightly different. What's yours? Uh man. Uh I would say I said that I said this in a previous interview, so I'm gonna stick with it. Uh Iggy pop post pop depression.
0: Okay. Yeah, I gotta put you on the spot. But you already had your answer, but that's a tough question, man. I know I was like Freezing up, like okay,
1: <laughs> that's that, that's why I have my own show. I get to ask questions like that, <laughs>
0: like, yeah. yeah.
1: Because- but I mean, I love Iggy Pop, so like, I mean, pretty much any album I love, but I think because he worked with uh Queens of the Stone Age on Post Pop Depression, so like that was just a perfect combination of like great rock music,
0: yeah. They're, I love Queens of the Stone Age too, they're sick.
1: I just started getting into them because I, I was, well. Being, I was unemployed for a while, so like I was playing video games because what else do you do? So I was playing uh, Need for Speed, and uh, like the Queens of Stone Age kept coming on. I was like, man, I'm digging this vibe. So I started listening to them more.
0: Oh, yeah. So that's a good thing that came from the pandemic. You got into a sick-ass band. sick yeah. ass
1: band. You sick ass? <laughs> that's that's uh, always at least one thing.
0: Here. I'm trying to always find the light in this tunnel, so.
1: And yeah, no, I mean, I mean, definitely a lot of cool things. I mean, me personally, uh, a lot of cool things had me for 2020, for 2020. So I can't like say it was, you know, a te- you know terrible year. A lot of bad things happened. Don't get me wrong, but try to always look for the silver lining, just like with you with everything, because got to stay positive, especially with all this, because, you know, just like, you know, panicking the pandemic was very relatable to everybody. I think everyone is still kind of just, we got to stick together on this and hopefully get through it.
0: Yeah. Sticking together. And I just want to say to the Kaleido fam and my Kaleido club that's going to, you know, watch. Thank you for standing by me and the band throughout all this weirdness. I'm used to being able to see, you know, everybody pretty regularly, whether, you know, it's in Detroit or we're on tour. We would hit a lot of the same markets and I would get to see people a couple of times a year at least. And it's been, you know, really hard not being able to do that. And it's been a real roller coaster, a lot of ups and mostly downs. Feeling for me, like I'm trying to stay positive, I'm just trying to stay up. And as it just keeps going on and on, longer and longer, I'm missing everybody so much. So I just want to say thank you so much to everyone who stood by us and and is standing there, you know, waiting and ready to get back in, you know, in the crowd and and scream some songs when that's finally possible again. So I love all of you guys and. I appreciate you very much.
1: Yes, yeah, so and we, we love all the awesome things you do, Christine. And you know, thank you, thank you so much for being on Super 4 Radio. Always a fun time chatting with you. Even though you have, you had to flip a question on me, so that's well, always I good. You. I had to get you. <laughs> I, to
0: get you. And I'm like, I got to get you. But, but thank you for having me. It's always a pleasure. And I,
1: we'll
0: I, do it again sometime because we are going to. If we if I I promise you this. We are putting out a lot more music this year. So stay ready because we're working on a lot right now. And I promise I'm not going to have to wait as long for music anymore. So we got a lot of new music in the works and it's going to be dropping soon. So we'll have to come back on. <laughs> and talk.
1: You're, you're always welcome. And maybe a full band interview at some point. But yes, definitely.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I'm
1: in for it. So. Thank you so much, Christina Chris of Kaleido. Please stream. Check them out, Pandemic. It's on YouTube. Go watch it. And if you feel so inclined, uh, Kaleido has a Patreon, so check them out, Kaleido Club. Please support this great band.
0: Thank you.
1: (laughs) Of course, for Christina Chris of uh, Kaleido, I am Matthew Thomas with Super Cool Radio. Thank you for tuning in.